Hello, this is ML from the ML Podcast. This is the malicious mind of Jericho. He walked in there absolutely dumbfounded of what he sees. His room, his new room, his permanent room was all in color. His last room was usually just black and dark and gray. The curtains were too light yet gothic in some sense. But this new room was filled with color. Lots of it. There were posters of different fandoms, emo bands, anything that he was absolutely interested in just dumbfounded and he couldn't even speak he couldn't let the words out his bed was blue and pink pastel pink and pastel blue and dark navy blue it was a sea deemed blanket with sea deep pillows and sheets yet the entire room was a different color. It was green. Mint green. And his curtains were dark green. There were posters right by it of anime characters. And different other colors. There were video game characters on his wall. A white mirror. Full body mirror. It was huge. It had its own bathroom. The bathroom itself. Black wall tiles, but white tiles on the floor and on the ceiling. Red deemed surrounding a mirror. It was sort of like dripping blood, but it was sort of just stone droplets. And they even had a cup holder or a toothbrush holder. The carpet was a turtle. And the sink carpet was a bird. He also saw a little tiny bookshelf of different books to read. Usually around his age ranking most were comics that he loves and mangas even horror stories there was a dvd player something he never really had of different horror movies cartoons whatever he wished he even had a nintendo switch was like three games on there already and they're popular games he had a cell phone a cell phone waiting for him on the bed he didn't really have a cell phone from the begin with and he has one now and for some strange reason there is unicorn clorox wipes Unicorn themed, 
in a unicorn jar. Right there, right beside his bed. The dresser was white. His drawer was dark brown. And there was already a hanging birdcage for his bird. So it doesn't get attacked by any of the animals. What makes the matter even better is there was a dog bed right there. And there was a dog on it. A pit bull. Her name was Violet. But her nickname is Violence. He didn't know what to say or what to do. He just stared all over the room. It wasn't until Nika May tapped him on the shoulder that finally woke him. He asked, You did this? She laughed. He laughed, uh, in the same sense. Well, Well, what do you expect? I got one thing that makes me absolutely amazing. I know everything about you just by looking at you. I know all your information, all your likes and dislikes, all your hopes and dreams. He walked in and opened the curtains to reveal a tiny slick slant on the drawer. And turns out the slant was a kind of table-like desk. It had the drawers on both sides and a big drawer on the center and a large slant but there was a weird little knob on the slant right at the front Nikame picked it up and then opened the slant revealing sort of a sketch desk. It was slightly slanted, but had a cup holder on the side. On both sides, actually. It was sort of like an art desk of sorts. It also had unlike sort of non-slanted side with like an indentation where you can put anything there and it even has a slot 
or a pencil pouch of sorts. Inside the miniature drawer is different papers, sketchbooks, pencils, color pencils. Everything needed to do what you wish to do, which is art, majority of the time. It even had a lamp next to the bedside. So whenever you want to read, you'll be able to see it. What makes matters even better, there was a cabinet on the wall, actually in the wall. So Nikame opens it to reveal the TV. And the TV was large screen. It was a big screen TV. And the plugins were on the side, right next to another little slot, <laughs> another little cabinet in the wall. Nigame smiled. I like to design things. So I design every single bedroom in the household based on everyone's personality. I designed this entire house our father's birthday. I redesigned it when he wanted us to live with him. I designed every inch of this home. That's how much I loved my family. At least the closest thing to love. You get what I mean? Every word he said made Jericho's heart stop. It was exactly like him. Exactly. He never really got shown what love looked like. In a sense, he never knew what it looked like from day one. The sense of caring about another person other than yourself seemed abnormal to him. That's what kind of made him a ghost in some sense. There was a time when his mother wanted to give him a hug. He didn't understand what hell she wanted at first, but she wanted a hug. He was only three or five, probably five, and he just went up to hug her. The thing is, he never knew what hugs were, so he just stood there and she hugged him. She understood. But he didn't. He never understood. Throughout the whole entire time, throughout his whole entire life, people have tried to show him affection. From a strange girl that gave him a flower, 
to a strange boy that showed him a ball and kicked it to him. He didn't know how to return the affection. He didn't know what to do in this scenario. In any of these scenarios. That's why he liked the rainbow. One day, the whole concept of it was, anyways, but today, today he finally met somebody who understood, in some sense. He needed this. He really did needed this. And he knows, Nika knows. Because Nika was looking at him the whole entire time. They were both thinking the same thing. Will we ever feel it? Maybe that's why he liked rainbows so much. One day, his mother and his father took him to a parade of some sort. At least his mother wanted to go. His father didn't. They left immediately as soon as they saw the people. Maybe that's why him and Nikonei have so much in common. They can relate to these people, in a sense. These people had a parade of rainbows. A parade of colors and giving each other hug and love and support. They remember, and then they both remembered when they first saw the flags of rainbow and color, when they first saw the people hugging each other and showing affection, they all remembered. They both realized they're never going to get to that place. They'll like something similar to it. They will like to give hugs. They won't be able to love. They won't be able to show some sort of empathy. But they they could give a hug. They can hold somebody's hand. They can try to comfort them. They can watch people and get whatever the person likes. They can give something. 
yes, there will be no meaning behind it. There will be nothing behind it. They will just give it to you. No reason. No rhyme. No empathy. No sympathy for it. They just give it to you. Because all they have is their desire. Their desire to want such a connection that they'll never have. But at least this moment, right now, with one another, they have a minor connection. This will be their connection, and they both know it. They heard a ringing sound. Down the hall, Nikome laughed. <laughs> He blew it up again. <laughs> He blew up the microwave again. <laughs> We should go outside and open the windows now. Are you gonna help me? Okay," said Jericho. They both went downstairs, leaving Charlie up there to look outside the window and to reveal when the door is closed, the whole door is painted in a rainbow, and the phrase "Love is love." On the front door and the back side of the door. Love is love. Connection is connection. That was the malicious mind of Jericho. Thank you for listening.